Hi everyone and welcome to Keep In Mind. I'm James. And I'm Peter. Wherever you are in your journey of following Jesus, we want this to be a place where you discover truth to keep in mind. We're so glad to have you with us. Now let's listen to God's truth for us today. Our reading today is from Psalm 46, verses 1 down to verse 7, and it reads like this. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose stream make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage and the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice and the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us, and the God of Jacob is our fortress. Now, this psalm has one main context, something that uh, holds it all together, and it's this. God's people are in trouble. Now, we don't know if this is an individual experiencing trouble or the whole community, all we are told is that God is our refuge, a very present help in trouble. So my question to you today is, what's troubling you? What is troubling you? What trouble do you have? I think we'd find it very difficult to find anyone who's listening and who doesn't have something that is troubling them. But the good news we find from this psalm today is that there is a very present help in our trouble, something that is present, that is available to us. Now, whatever it is that's troubling us today, as we look at this psalm, the psalmist actually kind of uh, creates two different areas in which we might find trouble. The first one is in the realm of the natural world. We read that the mountains are moving into the heart of the sea, its waters are roaring and foaming, the mountains are trembling. Now you think about mountains falling, earthquakes, waters roaring. The natural realm is in chaos. We might think about our world today, whether it be the fires across California or threats of hurricanes or the looming global pandemic we find ourselves in. The natural world is chaotic, chaotic, and we feel it. The second, though, realm that the psalmist looks to is in the realm of humans, of people like you and me causing trouble in the world today. It says in verse 6 that the nations are raging and the kingdoms totter. It says God utters his voice and the earth melts. And so besides the realm of the natural world, here we have the realm in which you and I live and breathe. And in this realm, nations are raging, kingdoms are tottering. Things are out of our control. You think maybe at the sort of large scale macro level, the global economy feels like is in disarray, feels like political powers are wobbling, that there is a level of instability we see in our world today, in the human realm as well. Now, to bring the sort of those giant things down to the personal level, we often are dealing with or know people dealing with health crises. We know that whether it be our jobs or other people we know whose jobs are in jeopardy. Many of us feel distanced and divided from our neighbors. There is much trouble in our world today. And yet we see 
that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Now, the wonderful thing about this psalm and most psalms is that they're very image-oriented. And the way in which that the Bible shows that God is our very present help is through this image. In verse 7, it says, The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Now think about the contrast of a fortress and these clashing nations, the raging waters, the mountains falling, the tottering kingdoms. Life feels noisy these days, doesn't it? These big and large things are out of our control, and yet we hear God is with us. All the big stuff happening around us, and yet the biggest one, God himself, is with us. And more than that, he is our fortress. So as you think about all the noise in your world today, all the trouble you're facing, I want you to just take a moment and picture a fortress, a refuge. Think about the heavy foundations, the thick armored walls. And God says, I am your fortress. Now place yourself in that fortress. You might just be able to hear just the dim of those, those noises of the outside world. And it is safe here in this refuge, in this fortress. Later on in this psalm, we're given the famous verse, Be still and know that I am God. And here in this refuge, we practice this stillness to experience the safety of God, that he is our Father, and to experience his protecting care. So as you picture all the worries and the trouble and the noise, know that you are hidden in God, as the Bible later say, hidden in Christ himself. Picture the silence and the, the feeling of being surrounded in a fortress. So we're given this image of what actually is most true about us and what is actually going on. That even though all the waters are raging, all the nations are tottering, we are safe and we are secure in a fortress. But secondly, this psalm gives us not only a picture of a fortress, but it gives us new eyes to see a river. Now, in verse 4, we read, There's a river whose streams make glad the city of God. Now, you might think to yourself, oh, that's a, that's a nice image, you know, a cool, calm brook, uh, just kind of quietly going about. And it's a nice, peaceful image, isn't it? And you might even think back to other places where rivers are mentioned in the Bible. Maybe in Genesis 1, in the original calm Garden of Eden, as we hear about the four rivers coming out of the Garden of Eden to water the rest of the outside world and bringing life and abundance. Or you might think of uh, Psalm 1. It talks about the man who delights himself in the law of the Lord is like one, he's like a tree planted by streams of water. There's this life-giving flow of water. And it's a nice image, isn't it, to then think and hear the psalmist say, there's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, speaking of Jerusalem. The only problem is, there's no rivers in Jerusalem. At least not right now. <laughs> there, you you kind of have to think to yourself, is the psalmist, did they get something wrong? Because why are they saying that there's this river that makes glad the city of God? 
when in fact at the time of this writing there's no river in Jerusalem. Well, I think the psalmist is using imagery, images we find in the Old Testament picturing a new Jerusalem, a time in which this life-giving abundant stream will flow freely through the very epicenter of God's city. And in fact, in the New Testament even, we see that the way the Bible even ends in the very last book, in the last chapter, in Revelation, we hear about a river. And so in this psalm, as the psalmist is experiencing this trouble and this worry and this anxiousness, he pictures the river that will make the city of God glad. So as we come and we are still before the Lord, we find ourselves in that fortress amidst the noise. We are also given new eyes to hope for that coming river of life. So as we end, let me just read from the very last chapter of the last book of the Bible, from Revelation chapter 22. And it says this, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. Also on either side of the river, the tree of life with its twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. Leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads, and night will be no more. They will need no light or lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. Thanks for joining us. Keep in Mind is a ministry of Bradfield and Ruffin Baptist Church. For more information, visit www.brbaptistchurch.com.